Happy New Year, you filthy weebs. We hope you had a nice, safe weekend. Hopefully, we can have a nice, solid start to 2024. How did we end 2023? Well, I'll tell you exactly how we did it. We, uh, we wept. And by we, I mean Danielle. This show, I'll tell you what. The, the cold queen has been broken. Violet Evergarden. There was a three-episode stretch where I thought I was going to run out of tissues for the lady over here. We're going to go ahead and talk about our thoughts on this nice, concise little show and movie. And uh, just how does it stack up with the unbelievable reviews that we've seen online? Let's talk about it. Come on. Welcome back to the I Married a Weeb podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast that almost let the English dub of this show uh, ruin it for us. But we gave it a second chance. And by golly, did we love it a lot more this time around. Hey, are you new here? Hi, my name's Tom. Been watching anime for some time. And I met a clever gal in college. She wanted to watch anime with me. And now we're married and we got a podcast. That's the whole story. Pretty quick, isn't it? That's nice. Anyways, she's here, actually. She's right here. What's your name? I'm Danielle. Danielle, that's right. That's that girl I was just talking about. Swell. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, my tear ducts are still recovering. Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. Weren't expecting that, were you? Uh, I wasn't expecting, expecting that. that. <laughs> Ooh, nice to have. Uh, but if you end up liking what you listen to today... You should uh, give us a follow and a rating on whatever it is that you're listening to us on. We'd very much appreciate it. And we'd like to hear your thoughts, obviously. Um, you can also keep up to date on what each of the episodes is going to be about. Every Monday, we'll post the new episode of the podcast along with a post on Instagram. That's I Married a Wee Pod on Instagram. If you need a little reminder, go ahead and follow us on there and you'll get that little reminder in your feed. You can also find a link tree on there or a link in the description of this here episode to get into our Discord. That's actually the best way to keep connected with us. Got a nice little community growing in there. Got a lot of good people. Um, and uh, it's fun. We just talk about anime, manga, show off our figures. Just had uh, J-Rod in there showing off his Japan trip pictures. Jealous. Very jealous, but that's okay. I'm going to live vicariously through the guy. Um, lovely pictures. First one was the sickest little, well, not little, a massive bonsai. Oh, wow. Oh, it's lovely. Great looking. Uh, but yeah, and then also just kind of where we get input and stuff like that. It's kind of fun. So if you like doing uh, that stuff and making internet friends, pop on in, would you? That's great. Speaking of the internet friends, are you not new here? My gosh, look at you. We made that 200 hump and now we're hitting you pretty hard on 201 with Violet Evergarden. Hope you guys are doing great. Hope you had a good New Year's as said in the intro. And uh, we appreciate you. All the time, every time. Nice. Nice. How you doing, uh, aside from the tear ducts? You doing all right this week? Yeah, I'm definitely glad. So when we watched 86, we had mentioned in our Discord, hey, we're thinking of watching Violet Evergarden next. And they're like, God rest your soul. Like 86 (laughs) straight into that? (laughs) So glad we didn't. We did put a couple buffers in between. We we were going to do that, but then things change, as they always do around here. As they do. (laughs) As they do. How was an entire week full of me thus far? Oh, great. I like having you around you. Yeah. I should win the lottery. You're right. 
<laughs> okay, cool. I'll try. <laughs> not really. Not going to. <laughs> well, great. That's good. Yeah. Um, let's get into a little bit of anime news. All right. Who would we be if we didn't? Got I only got a little bit around. I know, guys. Chill. It's just a little bit, and you're gonna love these first two. <laughs> we is love about Mario Bros. <laughs> no, we love having a memoriam oh, for, no. for smartphone games. Oh, okay. Looks like the Don Machi. Oh no. Memoria Fries smart game international version is ending February 28th. You downloaded that one and gave it a go, right? Yeah, that was a quick one. Got that out of my <laughs> face real quick. Uh, not only that, but we're also. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist mobile game is ending service on March 29th. Didn't even know it was a thing. I was going to say. Glad I didn't because obviously I'd be done with it right now, <laughs> uh, which is pretty interesting. Looks like the game launched August 2022. Oh. Yeah, a little bit of a stint. That's fine. Is it just not enough people are playing to justify the server costs? What's going on with maybe. these games? That might be it. Or just mm. maybe there were some, inv- I don't know, it could be a multitude of things. Maybe there's an investor who put a big sum up and they're like, hey, listen, I'm actually not making enough off of this. So I'm canning this mother. Mm. Does that it, happen? You think? I don't know, but probably just, I mean, server costs will get you. Can't we have more people like Elon just, just fund it, it? Just fund <laughs> it, dude. Fund the animes. <laughs> but because uh, his Princess Connect still going in Japan, it's just the English one. English. Yeah, like, like the one. international one, but the, okay. Jap- uh, the Japanese one's still going. Okay. It's all right. Hey, they made it. They get to enjoy it. I can't complain there. That's true. I know some people, you can play the Japanese one technically, then I'd have to start over and. Oh. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I did have time for Metroid Fusion. Yeah, you did. This week. That was a nice little treat. Love that game. Metroid. So good. Mm-hmm. It's not news. You guys already knew that. <laughs> so Jujutsu Kaisen just ended the second season. Her- hearing nothing but great things. I also thought that they weren't ending the season, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that strike, but apparently we are still thriving. So now we're going to go ahead and binge the shit out of that bad boy. Yeah, so look look for that episode in two weeks, probably. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. We'll probably have a buffer or something. But and then on top of that, must not have been that big of a deal because now a sequel uh, to this season is going to be adapting the Culling Game arc. Oh, Ooh, I like of, that title. Uh, me too, right? Uh, talked to one of the homies, though, um, and he said, yeah, stoked for that, but I think season two will 100. It's like of the manga, this had my favorite chapters. So oh, I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Good to know. Spy Family Code White Film opens at number one in Japan with 1.2 billion yen. Oh, wow. Didn't expect anything less. Everyone loves Anya. She's the biggest thing on the freaking poster. Can I have a hot take? Go for it. I think Anya and Spy Family as a whole, I think kind of like burned it out for me. I'm not, I'm absolutely not looking forward to watching it any. I mean, we will, I'm, no I'm sure, but like I have no burning desire to watch it. All I think, thanks to my, my buddy Joe, is I hear Anya and I think uh, Anya Haseo. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I think. <laughs> I probably just butchered it, but shout out to, um, to the homies with that one. Uh, cool. So that was the spy family news. And wouldn't you believe it? That's it. That's all he wrote. That's all I got. There was some other stuff, but who needs it? Who needs it when you have Violet? So true. There was another one. I just didn't feel like mentioning. And then, you know me, I 
now that I've started it, I'm going to finish it. Uh, the boy and the heron, that one movie, which, uh, some of the homies in the discord, let us know their thoughts on it. And it kind of brought me back down to earth. I'm not like expecting the moon out of this one. Uh, but right. I've heard it's still quite good. Oh, okay. Just a little, very slow beginning is what I've heard. Um, okay. But I think Ghibli kind of does that. Do that. Uh, I mean, I think so. Okay. Well, so, a slow burn. Perhaps. Anyways. Uh, but The Boy and the Heron becomes the first animated film uh, to win the best picture at the Florida Critics Circle. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the hell that is. But it won. Just another accolade to put on. All awards are real and substantial. Remember that. <laughs> yep. Okay, so a show that was willing to um, obviously make Danielle cry, as mentioned. And also to give us another way of saying, I love you. But then also I'm being told this is a special use case of I love you. Okay. So something that's the big motive of the show. And I guess we can get into if you haven't seen this, but you're somehow listening to our podcast, bless your heart. Little synopsis for this. We've got Violet. She's a young girl. I think right at the start, sub 14 years old. Um, a bit of a killing machine. So actually is found in wartime and is utilized as like, Hey, this chick, she destroys people. We should use her. And so they do for a little bit. And then their guy goes, Hey man, we shouldn't be using her as a tool. We should be, um, you know, letting her enjoy her youth. And she ends up becoming very attached to this man. And as you'd expect with a time period war drama ask show, something goes awry. And here's the problem. They've now been separated and we are now questioning where is the major? Got this girl all left alone. She's lost both of her arms. And now it's her way of uh, finding a new life separated from the major and uh, pursuing. Where is this dude? I think that's as loose as we can go for anyone who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. That's fine. And her. Yes. She's very robotic. Yeah. And, no emotions. Killing machine. Yeah. So basically you're just watching her throughout the show learn empathy, emotions, and uh, the, as you said with I love you, the key point is he told her that before this detrimental scene, and now she's trying to figure out what, she doesn't even understand what that means. Yeah, and to that point with the I love you thing, uh, did a quick Google. So the validity here is internet-based, so take that how you will. But a little uh, interesting thing is, so because we're, we're always used to people using the uh, suki right? Tsuki desu or whatever for I like you, yada, yada, doing their confessions and whatnot. In this one, we have the phrase, aishiteru, which I was like, okay, let's get the old Google translate. Sure enough, pops up as I love you. I'm like, all right, checks out. But finally doing a Google on this, you, you could think of it in a different way. So this isn't like a you don't throw this one around willy nilly, which helps kind of solidify, obviously, he was very serious when saying this to her because with this, it's more so telling it in the like romantic heartfelt moments in a person's life. It's like a reserved way of saying it, you know, for weddings, proposals, deathbeds. It's not for like just the little stuff. So that was kind of interesting to learn uh, through this. So, yeah, a little bit of a fun fact as well as the core central theme of the show. Now, here on out, we're going to be talking spoilers. So 
this sounds of any interest to you, I'm sorry, you got to skedaddle and come back later. If and, that's all right. And this is one, because I know there are potentially people in the Discord who don't care and they just listen through, even if they haven't seen it. <laughs> Please watch this one. It is so good. Yeah. We were being told over and over about the show. I'm like, okay, how good can it? It's good. It's good. It's a good show. It's a really good show. Yeah. So much so that, and again, grain of salt, 950,000 users on my anime list, giving it a score, and it's got an 8.6. Yep. That doesn't happen, really. Um, And it's ranked 65, you know, out of ranked anime, you know. Yeah. Um, I gave this because I wasn't sure what you would think. Is this an eight very good or is this a nine great? I am almost there at giving it a great, but I wasn't sure what you thought. I think it's an eight of a show, but the moments that get right to your heart, I we could push it to a nine if you're willing to do yeah. it. That's where I wish like they had a point system yeah. instead of solid numbers. Well, I mean, let's be honest, though. This was gunning from... Moment one to your heart. You love the period piece, romance type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is it. Yep. Fashion on point. Everyone's got a very, I Damn loved right. everyone's look. Um, even, While weird, because it's, I'm not really into the steampunk kind of sure. fashion uh, genre, I guess you would say. The show does it really well. And obviously Kyoto Animation Studio chef's kiss oh, this yeah. is this is one of the most beautiful shows i've ever watched yeah yeah it's like shinkai like, that's so lame to say but like shinkai you know how it's like everyone gets up his butt about like how beautiful his scenes are take any scene from this show or yeah. uh or movie and yeah it, it was uh quite quite beautiful yeah we made a joke watching the movie last night because there was a rain scene in the movie and <laughs> we were we were joking like could you imagine someone's like, all right, so are we going to put all the budget in the, in the rain water scene? Nope. The, just the whole thing. Just so much it, rain. Endless budget because front to back the show, all 13 episodes. And I'm sure the other two movies, which we, which are technically OVAs, don't revolve around. We only wanted to watch them. Oh yeah. Something to note, something to note to anyone true fan who like ripped through all of it and is obsessed. We only watched the 13 episodes and then the movie. Yeah. There's two other movies um, that have other side stories to it. We did not watch those. Maybe would watch them, but I think one's maybe, they might be both like an hour, 20 hour and a half. Mm -hmm. um, so we just watched the two hour something movie and the 13 episodes, but yeah. Yeah. And then there, there is also, cause it's on Netflix and there's also something called the Violet Evergarden, uh, recollections, which, uh, from one of her is a pretty darn good summary of the, the show. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted just a refresher and you never watched the movie, now's the time, which is cool. Awesome. Cool. Great, great, great. What I will certainly admit is one of the more shocking things that happens within the first couple episodes is when you find out that she's 14. I was like, oh, wait, what? What's going on here? Because uh, then even when she's an auto doll, I think she's 14, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So she was a killing machine at 12. Yeah, 10 or something. And then, yeah, because 
I don't know. She's drawn in such a way. She don't look like she's 14 and that, well, that's anime, ain't it? Um, <laughs> but like, she's like expected like, yeah, I go and I write people's feelings and stuff. It's like, you're 14, you know, all those feelings yet. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what's the message here. She's trying to figure out feelings, but that was a, that was a big one to be hit with in the beginning. Oh crap. Yes. And it was very like abruptly put on you. I think it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was the episode with the princess. So it was, you know, with oh, yeah. those, I think it was maybe episode five. Um, she, she's writing letters for the princess who's going to be married to that prince, you know, for some kind of, you know, when countries want to join so they don't fight. Oh <laughs> but, yeah. What is that called? Um, like a, not like a treaty, but like, you know, essentially a treaty. Like, Hey. And, uh, so and the princess, I think she asked how old you are. And they're both 14 at the time. And I was like, oh, gosh, you're going to slide that in? <laughs> just, yeah, right. Just, <laughs> just gonna... sleep right there. Okay, sure. Why not? Um, yeah, that was that was wild to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, uh, what about this the second time around? What did we not like the first time versus the second time? Because I would just kind of pop in the first time because you were basically trying to watch the show. We did the English dub because like, yeah, we've heard it's fine. Here's the problem. It wasn't fine. Even just me popping in here and there and watching it like this is horrid. I, yeah, I hate to, you know, harp on it so much. Something I mentioned to you when we were watching this, this time around and watching it in Japanese, I could feel the connotations different. Granted, I'm not a fluent Japanese speaker. So this sure. might sound the same way. <laughs> like if I were to describe this to a Japanese speaking person, they might say like, oh yeah, that's how it sounds to me. But when I hear the English voice actress, who's a very popular voice actress, she does Elizabeth from Seven Deadly Sins, which, among other people. Which we could have told you that because instantly all I heard was, it's that breathy, throaty, when Violet would talk, and I think it's the whole tone of the show, when Violet would talk in English, I felt like she sounded um, unintelligent. Oh, okay. Um, Like, you know, like you kind of like, not the Kardashian speak, but you know how like you have that, that like tone and it's yeah. where when Violet talks in the Japanese, it just sounds she's very innocent robotic uh, kind yes. of like shell shocked whereas yes. it doesn't translate for the english yes i f and i think that's what turned me off watching it the first time where i had to put a pause in it sure um yeah so very happy that we <laughs> that we didn't <laughs> you know and it could have been a wrong place wrong time too could have been maybe we weren't ready for it you we didn't have uh the child yet so mm. which that doesn't help Shout out to any parents who've watched this show. There's some episodes where it's like, dog, I, I know you're gunning for us right yeah. now. Which I feel a little, um, I hate using the word, but I, I feel very triggered for people that are leaving the not recommended views and they label it as cheap, like cheap shots at getting the tears. It's like, okay, like I can see that because sure. as a parent, there are many episodes involving death with children and or parents you not as a parent 
yourself watching it. Oh, yeah. You like put yourself in that situation. You never want to experience that, obviously. But they are showing real life situations of when a doll would be used. Yeah, absolutely. And the best and the best situations. I think one of my favorite is the mom who's dying and she leaves, what was it, 50 letters? Yeah, for for her daughter. That's that's something that like it makes me want to. Oh yeah. After that episode, uh, I was like, shit, should I be writing letters? Should I should I go get a a quill and and a wax sealing uh envelope thingy? Yeah, typewriter. Uh, A type oh man, something about a type. The hipsters were trying to bring that back. Luckily it didn't happen, but (laughs) typewriters are dope, I will say that. Yeah. But um, so what did you think? Did you because obviously I cried actual tears um many times and there was Oh what mine are fake? No, mine no, are no, fake no, tears? no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um did you feel like the stories were like low like low hanging fruit? I see it as no, they knew what would get the tears, sure, but I don't think it felt out of place for the show, as you said. People will go to the dolls for certain things. People aren't just writing a, hey, uh, Violetto Evergarten, can I do a little grocery list today? No, can I do this? No, it's for either the heartfelt, and a lot of heartfelt stuff, unfortunately, comes when it's too late. I mean, that's a big thing with this show, and I think where a lot of the emotion came from me is like, yeah, time's limited, and it's shown through so many different characters when it's the mom writing the letters for her young daughter. It's just her putting herself aside and going, man, I know uh, it sucks that I'm sick and I'm not going to make it. But it's like, I care so much about my daughter. I want to make sure that. And what a well done episode too. just the way they use time because they just jump super far into the future. Like, what, the, what about Violet? It's like, forget about Violet for a second. We're in this moment. Let's just talk about it. So sweet. Mm-hmm. And it even came back again in the movie, which shout out to Kyoto. They just reused the scenes, which you got to do what you got to do, especially for a two hour long anime movie. Could have maybe been shorter in some instances. There were some scenes where it's like they just did five different camera angles. It's like we didn't need this. Yeah. Small complaint there, along with another complaint coming at the end of this episode about. <laughs> we'll f- <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Well. Oh, sorry. Do you want to finish a thought or are you? No, go ahead. Um, Because I don't because the episode again with the dying mom and her daughter writing the letters. It's not only the fact that the mom will be leave. There's no husband or father. It's her. That's it. They show other relatives that seem like, oh, what's going to happen to your house? Like more of the greedy aspect, you know, so um, it's not only those emotions. But the fact, because if you didn't know, I'm a mom, um, (laughs) the daughter is obviously knowing her mom is sick, Mm -hmm. probably doesn't understand the timetable. But the fact that the daughter just she's upset that Violet's here and all these other visitors um, taking away her mom's time when she just wants the quality time with her mom. But her mom knows how important it is. And me as a mom. With my daughter, when she says, mommy, come play with me, I know that that is a response from one of her love languages. Yeah. Where it pulls on my heartstring. It's like, I really need to make dinner. 
and you're killing me that you're telling me you <laughs> want me to play with you. Like, I understand you need some contact from me. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't only mom's going to die and leave her daughter behind. It's uh-huh. little things, too. I was going to say there's a nuance. So it is a I guess the scenario is cheap, but it's done very well. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's that's too valid. And to even then, especially with that one in general, it comes back around and actually leads to kind of some plot points within the movie itself. So, no, I think it was very good. I think that something that started to draw me in was, yeah, I, there was a pretty good, it's a good way to connect with the character. At first, I, when I was just watching bits and pieces, obviously not how you should watch a show when you were doing the, the dub look, uh, watch through. How many episodes did you make it? Three? Something Probably. Like that. Sub five. If I got to five, I, well, there's if no that, way I got to five. And that it was had over to been three. five years ago, probably. It was probably 2018 or 2019, yeah. So this was essentially just our first watch. <laughs> you know, we say that you tried it, but uh, but when, it was, when you were doing that, I was like, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. She's just robotic. I'm not understanding Violet. I don't really this. Then, yeah, you can once fully watching if you can believe it you can get the scenario so once finding out just how of course she's emotionless when you see her on the battlefield you're like holy crap this kid i do what in the world and uh big shout out to violet evergarden's arms <laughs> um and honestly most of the kid the, the two main characters in this this is a spoiler obviously because in the movie we find out Gilbert's alive. That's a big thing throughout is like, oh my God, is he alive? Is he not? Da, da, da. He's alive. Me and you looked at each other like we were watching like uh, some one, some new dating show. Ooh, he's alive. <laughs> I don't know how these characters are built different. Violet at the <laughs> age of 12 or 13, whatever it is, both arms blasted off, which by the way, I don't know what caliber weapon that guy shot her arm with, but for it to have dropped the whole arm off, I'm like, <laughs> Uh, what was that and how yeah crazy uh gore in this show pretty substantial in certain scenes you gotta show war like that you can't be having glitter and shit like that but for her to survive that while losing both arms and then an explosion i was impressed by that and then gilbert shot in the eye socket (laughs) loses an arm absolutely was also i think shot in the back or something shot in the back an explosion landed basically on him. I'm like, oh, the rubble crushed this dude. And then he's like, yeah. And so I, I woke up in a hospital. How? <laughs> what, the, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, not only to be outdone by the, the, the two things that were super unrealistic. I know it's anime. I know it doesn't have to be a realistic. I like Goku and that guy's not real. <laughs> like the survivability was wild in this. Well, obviously trying to have it be a tangible, realistic story. My favorite was the use of paper. Off of a desk, out of a window, into the stratosphere, and then getting somewhere? Why have a postal service if the magic of air is is moving? But no, air out a window, falls on the ground, gets wet with a little bit of sap, donezo, dead, dead on arrival. What, the paper in this, it went full Polar Express, yeah. gone. But that was funny. That was comical. A little odd that we watched two things because Polar Express was just on I, during Christmas. And it was like, what are the odds we're watching so much stuff with flying paper? Like, <laughs> what, what's going on here? You know? And honey, you wouldn't have had that poll because you've never watched Polar Express. Never have. So you never you, will. Never. 
And I only watched a little bit of it. <laughs> you watch the part with the floating paper. That's all you need to that's watch. That's all I needed to make with that. the eagle and shit. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. How'd they do that? Oh, yeah, it's not real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think as far as saying it's a great show, there's certainly some things I very much don't like. And we'll be, now that we've spoiled that Gilbert's alive, one thing I don't like. Age gap. Age gap. So, so Questionable. The, very questionable. And it, it's, it's how you take the romance. There is arguments on both sides because the movie really pushes that it's starting to really feel romantic. And it's a little weird if it is, because there's quite an age gap, which uh, age, love, whatever, hippies. This is like <laughs> he was a father figure to her. That's how I see their love. But then it's weird because we already discussed the usage of the love he's saying, but maybe mm -hmm. that would be used within a family sense. Like I maybe a father to his daughter on their absolutely. wedding day or something. And the weak portion. If, if someone were to say, oh, I think it is romantic, the weak thing for me is in this movie is the only time we get to see an interaction between them that isn't him caring for her in this war. He's not showing any affection. Yeah, they hug, but like, I don't know. He's not talking in a way. Yeah, I mean, he's like not talking to her in an affectionate way. Hmm. Well, I think. Just more so, hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. Hey, I lo I'm like, dog, oh, we get it, dude. <laughs> enough i think he's still struggling obviously with those feelings that you and i debated on the couch like heat of the moment i was like oh like, we Gilbert, wrote this dude. dude off it's so funny how it's, it's the dude we're looking for and then the movie we find him and then he goes i don't want to see you violent me and you're like kill this guy get him get him out of here send in another troop dude let's end this um but to your point, you know, he did have that PTSD and the guilt of what happened to Violet. And while he knew he shouldn't use her the way he did, he still did. And yeah, at first I was pissed and then I thought of it because he goes, no, I didn't want. I, and you know what? I was so mad at you. I didn't even want you to tell me the, the logic. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, in the heat of it, you're like, this mother. But then you sit there and you think. Okay, he did wake up. He had heard of the success of Violet while he wasn't around. He thinks back to, yeah, but I miss her because when I, oh crap, I think about when I was with her. Yikes. Yeah, no. Blew her arms off. Yeah, it's pretty rough. So mm -hmm. I would probably mentally, this is a show you have to try and think from their shoes. Otherwise, yeah, there's certain scenarios where like, what the hell? Why? Mm -hmm. you gotta really think like that yep um the cheapest one which got us i think the most sadness it's so funny because the gilbert stuff didn't pull emotions like certain letters did sure we talked about the mother mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about in the movie sick boy julius uh yes julius er, caesar julius julius he you're urus urus that's it we watched it. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote it down. And, yep. I appreciate it because I just knew it had a J. Um, that was sad. That was very sad. And even though it was the same scenario, but kind of reversed, it still hit. I don't know how what, they the, did it. The sick mom and the dying daughter. Yeah, now okay. it's sick dude, sick, sick kid child. talking to parents. And his letter was such a young kid letter. 
You know yes. what I mean? They did that great too. And it was just like. But it wasn't even the letters that got me. What got me was when Iris shows up because Violet's stuck on the, yeah. on the island. And um, she's going to write the letter to Lucas, his friend. And, you know, he's looking Iris from his bed. Oh, Violet. And she's like, no, sorry. It's, um, it's <sighs> Iris. Violet is away, um, far away on a trip or something. And uh, I can't remember if Iris says something about. No, he instantly goes, oh. Yeah. So um, something that was. Uh, what's that tapping thing they do? Morse code. Yeah. So something that after everything is wrapped up and done with Eurus, that uh, the president says uh, he was glad you could meet the person who was dearest to you. And when he says that in the bed to Iris, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my heart. I know. I like was so sad. Yeah. And then <laughs> moments so later, sweet. Gilbert's being a, a cockhead. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Great juxtaposition. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's, a, they use that to ramp us up. That's why we weren't thinking too logically, mm-hmm. but you know. But that was really sweet. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the phone call, I was dying the phone call between yours and his friend what a good friend by the way oh even though you said you didn't want to see me i would just come look at you through the window oh. sounds creepy in context <laughs> but it's like no that's just such a cute yeah man that's great so would you say out of all the stories let's go with which one was the most interesting and which one was the most favorite maybe that would be the same one and the same mm, i like the use of the word interesting because i would say the train ride where they're they're sending in the doll with the massive jugs. Her boobs <laughs> yes. could not be contained. I don't yep. remember what what's what's her name. That's it's with a C. Um, uh, Cat Catlia. Yeah, yep. Catlia. Uh, she is being sent up for this peace treaty or whatever. The envoy, yeah. And obviously, Violet ends up on it. Loved the glow up for uh, Dietfried. I love that we oh. didn't enjoy him at all. And then suddenly I'm like, this is the better brother. This is the guy. Yeah. At one point I speculated, ooh, he's actually starting to get such a large heart. What if he actually cuts his hair and pretends to be Gilbert? Yeah. Which would have been wild, but then that would have made the age gap even bigger <laughs> and weirder. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But to that point, that whole train scene, very interesting to me. You mm-hmm. know why? I don't know why, because in a lot of scenarios, people were pretty brutal, right? There is eight people on top of this train, kind of like <laughs> Polar Express. <laughs> There's eight people with guns looking at Violet going, you, we need to get rid of you. Because they know who she is. They know who she is. They're like, we got to get rid of you. You're too dangerous. And then they all run in to bludgeon her or stab <laughs> her with their guns. I looked at you. I'm like. They know those are guns, right? They know they can shoot. <laughs> yeah. Granted, yeah, she's got the Wolverine arm. She hits the X pose and she's blocking bullets. A to you. <laughs> I think you can handle Violet here. The show should could have ended there. Could you imagine that? Shot in the head, dead. Well, there was to- even situations before she got on the top of the train where they were in the train. She chokes the guy who she saw in the forest. Yeah. Uh, when she jumped from the airplane, she chokes that guy out. There's two guys behind him with guns. Watching. It's like, all right, are we just going? I think it was more of a, let's see how this one plays out. Because if he gets choked out, we can make fun of him later. <laughs> which they probably did. 
Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Big moment in that one, though. The train gave us the weird moment of why is no one using their gun? And also uh, Benedict, our high-heeled lad, kicking a bomb. (laughs) And grabbing onto the bridge still. The the show tries to be so realistic in some sense, and then it just goes bonkers anime and others. And I love it. I love the, the complete range that this show had. Yeah. Well, something about that train scene and uh you said his name was benedict yes uh grabbing so he he's holding on right because he kicked the bomb off yeah violet had already lost one arm she's peeling the bomb with her other arm that arm shatters as the bomb comes off the bridge as well she's falling benedict grabs her so he's holding on to the end of the bridge and holding her how who who (laughs) Who quickly got there? <laughs> I understand adrenaline's a hell of a thing, but anime adrenaline's on a different level. Yeah. For sure. Because you got to think she has no arms. So, okay, he pulls her up a little bit, but he's got no extra arms. If they throw him a rope down, it's like, I can't tie anything to her. Oh, My yeah. arms are. How are they getting out of this? <laughs> Violet, bite this rope. We're pulling her up like a guppy. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Just, I mean, she was trying to lift up Gilbert, you know, in the uh, Battle of Intense uh, corridor there. So she's probably yeah. got a good bite grip. Nothing can kill that chick. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to drag him out with her teeth. It's like, yeah. dog, that's a twelve-year-old for you. I can lift you with my teeth. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> okay, so was that your most interesting story? So which one's your favorite? No, sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I just wanted to talk about that. Oh, okay. Awesome. You know what I mean? I almost forgot about that with the slew of other side stories oh, we got. So much. And that's a good thing about this is you can find one little tale that might might creep into your heart, your cold, dead heart <laughs> from watching all the anime. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. So interesting episode, though. Let's talk real. I did want that train. I, I can't even stop thinking about it. I would say the episode where she airs in like drops in to, to, to write for one of these soldiers. Then she finds him mortally wounded. And then she spends the night with him, writes this let from memory. Cause she doesn't have a typewriter, obviously ballsy move. And two letters, two letters, letters actually. Yeah. Yeah. She probably mad libbed a couple parts, <laughs> but that was just a sweet moment. Like being there for him holding I don't know. That was just like a sweet little moment. Obviously, no one wants to mm-hmm. be alone in that moment. And that was, I think, a big one for her, too, because I think she learned a lot of emotion there. There was a lot of. She's about it's just the whole show is her learning different types of love, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say that one's the most interesting because it had a little bit of action, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, yeah. 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 What about okay. your interesting one? Um, I like the observatory one. Episode three. Oh, under a starry sky. Six. Yes. Yeah. So she travels, her and a bunch of dolls, they're traveling to this observatory. Oh, yeah. Because they get these old manuscripts and they're so old that even the act of looking through them once, they basically, they're just done. Real convenient. Yeah, right. So the dolls are there to help the men working at the observatory transcribe these old texts violet gets paired up with this kind of i I don't know how you would describe him he's just kind of turned off by the world well yeah because he's bullied i think right yeah um mm -hmm. so and he's just seeing all these dolls as just women who basically want to get married you know whatever 
And obviously we know as being paired up with Violet, he's going to be getting a different experience <laughs> and outlook on life. Exactly. Um, and I like their exchange. It was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote a note where, you know, he calls to her on, you know, the transit down that basically he hopes they can see each other again. Like, you know, any time in their life, you know, just crossing paths. And I was hoping we would see, we didn't have to spend a lot of time on it, but even just like a blip, I was hoping they would maybe bring that right. full circle. That would have been really cute. But that was um, just the, that was one of our doses of reality. <laughs> Leon, I hope to see you. Well, you're not going to. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah. Um, Cause in a few years she's moving to an Island with her man. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so that was my most interesting one. Yeah. I could agree with that for sure. And I think my favorite episode, oh, my favorite episode. That's hard because it's like, is it, the, is it my favorite because I cried a lot? Or is it my favorite because it's, right. it's a good one? Um, I think it's going to be a tie between episode seven okay. and episode 10. Episode seven is the playwright who's wife died and then the daughter died double double whammy there with those the were the heaters that's yeah. why they had to have leon come in and at least help us out somewhere in between that right um no so that was episode six was leon what am i talking about no it, you're it's right just downhill after leon I, I, <laughs> no i saw the building for the episode eight thumbnail i was like that's the building right it's not yeah no that's when violet uh, is looking for the major and she's going to all the different places to try and find him. Yeah. Um, but, and then episode 10 is the one with the mom writing the letters to her daughter. Those are the two. Yeah. Both of them dealing with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. Of course I was going to handle the biz. And I, I believe it may have been episode seven, eight and nine. Mm-hmm. We watched in a row. Cause I remember it was three episodes <laughs> back to back. I cried 50% of the time watching each episode. Yeah. And I can't remember if I audibly told you or if I was just thinking it in my head, but it was basically going to be like the meme, the guy who's like, I'm done. I'm done. done." (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like I couldn't, I I could not, if we were going to roll the fourth episode, which would have been episode 10 with the dying mom, I think I would (laughs) have. Can I? I had to have a break. Can I give you a great bit of news? What? You're, you're synergized with everyone. Oh. IMDB, you can rate per episode. Sure. Episode 10 with the mom, a 9.8 with 5,000 reviews. Wow. This episode didn't just hit us. This hit a lot of people like, oh. a, like a truck. Okay, cool. And then number two, highest rated, episode seven, the playwright with a 9.2. Awesome. Not bad. Yeah, I, those two, I could agree. I think those, but between the two, those were my favorite. I'd probably say, ugh, maybe seven outweighs it for me because then it's dad, daughter, mm. and that just, oh, ugh. and the dad's, and then you have more to think about because then he's also lost his wife. Oof. Yeah. No, there's, yeah, Mm-mm, not good. Yeah. So, yeah, no, just great episodes. Even just the end of the show itself, I probably would have been content with. I think the movie obviously brings Gilbert back into the scene. Did we need it? No, not really. I didn't. Because there was an acceptance at the end of the show. Yeah. Sends her letter and calls it, you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. Loved just seeing 
the cool thing about the show is it's someone who's having her own problems, just doing what she does and is affecting someone like a bunch of people super positively. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, it's just great. I'm glad you brought it up that they could have ended with episode 13. Yeah. <clears throat> Not Bron- brought back Gilbert in the movie. Um, I obviously always hoped. And they don't do any inklings at all through episode one to 13, obviously, if you've watched it. Mm-hmm. It's just people feeling as you would losing a loved one, brother, mm-hmm. whatever, that you feel like that person's not gone. You know, hard to accept that reality. And yeah. especially in war and especially when you don't have a body to bury. Mm-hmm. That oh, would sure. be the hardest. Um, it's. Almost, almost. I'm so glad they had the reunion because as a woman and loving that, I'm, I'm going to say it, even though we said the age gap thing, the romance spectacle of the show, sure. whether it be fatherly and daughter romance or romantic romance, I don't know. I think that's up to interpretation, but they've certainly gone through some shit. The flashback <laughs> showed me that these two have been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I, um, I almost wish they don't bring him back, but I do like they have Gilbert in the movie to have some closure. I think I enjoyed having the closure, but what I hinted to you, cause I finished the last half hour. You had to step out today. But oh yeah. I had to go do, do some disc golf <laughs> in the free, frigid <laughs> weather with the rain. But something I hinted to you, I said my only non-spoiler thought of the movie was there was resolution but it was open-ended to where again must maybe must up here because we know there's an age gap we know they're together but i i almost because you've shown me they're together i want you to explicitly write it out for me are they they pinky promised they pinky promised that's all we know yeah did they pinky promise that I'm going to bear your children or P- Pinky promise that you're always going to be here to take care of me. Pinky promise you know. that uh, I will make you a peanut butter and jelly for your <laughs> lunch tomorrow when you go to school. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, almost wish after the reunion we saw it could have even been like a mosaic of silhouettes as we did with other aspects of the show. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have to have them have dialogue. I didn't have to have you know, a whole extra 20 minutes. It could have been snapshots, a mosaic of what their life was like living on that island together. Mm. Uh, right, sure. Yeah. That's or just me because I always you just want, do, you know, yeah. the pinky, I, the pinky promise. I think it's, they're just keeping it loose. Something that was kind of cool and also multifaceted was an interesting look too about a, something that people put their whole lives into. So obviously she, after the war, time period piece, you know, so after the war, what can I do? Yada, yada, finds this thing where she can write letters for people. And then you see technology coming for that and it's going to make it obsolete. And then now the workers who have devoted their lives to it and yada, yada are super humble and are like, yeah, this isn't going to be around forever. I don't know. It was just kind of a cool extra layer to it that. Obviously, Violet was going to have to stop doing that. But man, I'll tell you what, she came in was the Tiger Woods of it all. Just came in and just was the name. Everyone knew her. Yep. Uh, pretty For four dope. years. Pretty dope. If, if, you know. 
Um, it, it, granted, she, you need to have good marketing. And when people go around going, yeah, so this chick came over and then she took her gloves off and she was the Terminator. <laughs> so she writes the letters and people yeah. are like, I want to see this. She didn't even write good letters. People were just like, yeah, cool. I heard you're good. Can you come over? Take those gloves off. Can you type for me really quick? <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I mean? No one's even talking about that technology. Yeah. They had that arm technology, but they didn't have phones. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the, I don't know. This bitch was or oiling she could up. like calibrate. Love her. that she had the calibrations. She was Garrus on the freaking <laughs> flight deck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can I side tangent really quick? Yeah, Got yeah. something that's either going to piss me off or make me happy. I'm not really oh, sure. Yeah. There was just a sidebar on IMDb as the most anticipated sequels, prequels, and spinoffs. Just like a thing where it's got a list, right? Okay. I don't like this. Okay. So, I didn't even know this was a thing, but 2024 Gladiator 2? No. Yeah. So. Where, which number is it? Because I'm on it too. Oh, Number seven. Okay. Russell Crowe will not appear in it, but Ridley Scott is directing it. Okay. That's right. He did the first one, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the stars in it. We got Denzel Washington making an appearance. Interesting. And then we've got Pedro Pascal. I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely like they got the homies. Matt Lucas is in it. What the fuck is that guy gonna be? <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> Poor guy. He's just I'm just trying to fucking act, dude. Chill. Uh yeah. Weird. Can you do that without Russell? Apparently you can with Denzel, my my guy. So yeah, there, there's like a two minute clip of all about this and whatnot. Maybe we'll have to tune into that and figure it out. Or maybe we'll just never have to watch it ever. Um, you know, uh, did Ridley Scott, <clears throat> did he do me dirty with uh, a bad, who did it? The, I love the Alien franchise. Sure. That is one of my favorite movies is Alien and Alien 2. Um, I'll fight you on that. They're the two best movies in cinema. Oh. Um, he, Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection. No, it's Alien 3. That is one of the worst pieces of hot garbage I've ever seen. No and kidding. I can't remember who did that one. Uh, I don't remember. I, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, you're getting heated over Alien for sure. Talk did. to me. No, it was David Fincher. Okay. I'm like, I don't think Ridley Scott did that. And I wanted to double double. Hey, the Finchie? Okay. Yeah, he did it. He did me dirty. That's a terrible movie. Not no. good. I don't even consider anything else after two as canon. <laughs> I just <laughs> stop after two. Um, interesting. Well, we are looking forward to Dune part two. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm so glad we waited on that because this wait wouldn't be. Uh, the best. Interesting. Hmm. I went to the trivia section. Sorry, now we're just both browsing and talking. Uh, Violet Evergarden tri Violet Evergarden trivia. Sure. On IMDb. In the opening scene of episode one, a little girl resembling uh, Haruhi from Haruhi uh, Suzumiya, the franchise, mm -hmm. can be seen in the crowd. Two different styles. That's weird. We're going to have to go back and see if we could see that. Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, I had one. Uh, side note or side tan tangent about Violet Evergarden. Yeah. I didn't make a note on it, so I'm glad I remembered. But in the last episode, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing this festival 
and they're writing letters to soldiers and stuff like that. So yeah. Violet read, writes hers to the major. Hodgkins, who is the president of the company, writes one as well. And the, the big booby babe. Yeah. Uh, Catlia. Catlia. She he, um, finds some of his, uh, I guess, typings of what he's trying to write mm. and oh yeah and he's right she's, she's making reading she's reading it and it's about him basically writing to his future daughter yeah. on you know when are you going to show up i can't wait to meet you things like that and it's very sweet and they're kind of you know poking fun at him i thought it was endearing it was yeah it was and it showed the relationship i thought and again going back to the little the little things even just in the last scene, you realize just how attached Hodgins was. Um, after basically being told, hey, can you please take care of Violet if I'm not around? Well, he does, and he does very well, and he's doing everything he can for her. Mm-hmm. And then there's this moment where they're all together, and the fireworks go off and all this stuff, and then he like looks over, and she's not there. Sad. Well, I almost felt like it came... I I recognized it more that he is obviously taking her under his wing he doesn't mm-hmm. always do everything right obviously he hasn't been a fully fledged you know demon a full-fledged a full fledged demon, demon. <laughs> he hasn't fully experienced fatherhood yet so he doesn't know all the nuances especially with a daughter and especially with someone who's got some trauma such as violet but yeah um i i thought their relationship was very much like father daughter and something Mm -hmm. that after you hear the letter in episode 13, I can't remember what episode it is, but it's, it's from 10 to 12. I can't remember, but he's waiting for Violet to come home on a train and he sees a dad and the daughter on the sidewalk Okay, like I recognize, like my brain was like, I'm recognizing this. He's probably longing for this. When's it going to happen? While he's waiting for Violet to come. And I don't think she gets off on that train. Yeah. I think in what, I can't remember what situation it was. But after I read or heard the letter that he was writing, I was like, oh, that's like pieces that I had seen throughout the show. It was very eloquently and subtly put together. The show doesn't think you're stupid, which yeah. is which is fun. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, it's very it, most of it's straightforward, but I think there's little things that's just more so just picking up or whatever. Even little I like there's characters like Iris where you're like, ah, do we care about her? And then they do an interesting little episode about her, her family gets her out there by doing this thing, and then she's upset about it and yada yada. Um, yeah, no, I think there's like enough going on. I don't think there was something that. I don't think there was an episode where I'm like, geez, come on, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Most of them, most of them were good and well enough. Yes. And yeah, I was, I was very happy with it. Even the, the, the Charlotte princess episode was fun. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. It was just a good, just a good show and movie. Happy about it. Okay, I have one last thought. We can wrap. Of course, sure. Let me clear my throat because look at I'm getting the raspy voice. Yeah, you are. Go for it. Take your time. But, um, so it's after she, um, writes for the playwright that has the dead wife and daughter. She goes, I believe she goes back to the postal company 
and she's talking to, I believe, Hodgins, and she's grappling with, as he already mentioned to her before, like your your body's on fire and you're burning. And I think after this whole situation with the playwright, she says in this episode, how many one days have I ended? Because in the, I believe it's the play she's helping him write. And especially with the, his daughter, when she says, one day you're going to see me, mm-hmm. you know, go across this lake or whatever. And he's writing that into his play and that hits Violet, like all of the people she's killed. That was, I, I couldn't, I broke down I was like, <laughs> that was, for a 14 year old to have to, or I don't, she might've been a little older than that at this point at that episode, but sure. That line, I think, was the, from the show, the one that stuck out with me the most. Yeah. One of many. I think there was a lot of lines in this that were, you know, probably tattooed on someone at some point. A lot of good lines. And then this one actually, as we looked it up, because you were starting to think, oh, it'd be nice to get into the manga here, finding out that this is actually just a light novel. Um, a couple light novels. I can't remember how many. I know there's one Violet Evergarden and then there's maybe a couple side stories and then one that's Violet Evergarden Ever After maybe is what it's called. So I was trying to, the comments, um, I didn't, for the light novel, the first one, Violet Evergarden, there wasn't a single bad review. Granted, there was only a, a handful, but glowing. They were like, if you loved watching the anime, you should read the light novel. They said it, it doesn't, I can't remember if a review said it doesn't really add anything, but it fills in a couple things, but they said the descriptions were great. Like if you're into descriptions, like it, if you want to know who wanted to like make Violet look the way she did, no, it's because they vividly described how her hair was braided. Well, so unique, great character design. Yeah. So, um, like they even, I read the description cause they were like, if you wanted to know what Violet looked like, you know, she's beautiful. And they typed out like her description when she's in her mm. postal outfit with the blue jacket and the, love the, the wavy outfits. skirt. It's iconic. I know why people cosplay it so much. Yeah. I love the boots. Love the boots. We love it all. Honestly. Yeah. As you had said earlier, I think everyone was pretty much on top of their clothing game. Mm-hmm. There's one thing during wartime we weren't missing in, in old <laughs> Leiden. We had, we had good outfits. Yeah. Um, Michishirube, the uh, ending song for this one. Iconic. I had heard it before, but I didn't know what it was in. Then it, it hit on here and I'm like, eh. it's like not my favorite end song, but it gets in your head. Yeah. The beginning part can, I wouldn't say annoying. It's maybe a sleeper. And then when it actually gets into it, I yeah. think it's more enjoyable as a, a re-listen, I guess. Oh, absolutely. And when they pull it out for the movie. Oh, come on. When they do that, that's like our favorite move. When they use an older song into the newer stuff. Fire Force did that. They, <laughs> season two, there was a kick-ass moment. And they, they brought back the intro song for the first season. I could have <gasps> teared up during that. I was like, yeah, love it. Look at all that we've been through, yeah. you know? Well, I loved how, um, I don't know how it would have cued Faye, but Tom was watching the last <laughs> half hour and they were in the movie. They were 
starting the section near the end where they're playing the outro song and she's never heard the outro because we'll watch it when she's in bed and she's like oh movie over so she says yeah, something getting up. she's like all right movie's over i'm like oh almost <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> We still got like five, 10 minutes, but, um, that was funny. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, uh, would dare say, I think I'm going to be buying the light novels. Are you? Okay. I would like to read them. I'm going to do a little bit more research and see how many, which ones, or if I can just do the first one and the ever after ones. Sure. Um, cause I think I read some just have more filler stories or like the people that Violet potentially wrote for you see more of their backgrounds i think is what i was reading in one of the descriptions but and if i ever came across this across this in a walmart might potentially buy it the show i would buy the show i would buy the show too yeah and and what a glow up because again we had this was the second chance and i even looked to you halfway through it i'm like man glad we came back for this glad the homies said hey you should do this because uh we needed it mm-hmm. sometimes you need a good uh a good sob yeah you know what i mean so we're gonna go from this into jujutsu kaisen <laughs> yeah this right into the jjk which should be fun we got this we got zom 100 that finished up that we want to watch and i keep posing to you and i wonder what people think in our discord i've had some discussion a very brief discussion but rent a girlfriend are we going to watch the latest uh, season? We can lock and load. I have enough anger in these veins <laughs> for sure. No, I think it's something we'll probably eventually. It's so, it's like masochistic yeah. to the max. Yeah. It's all right. And uh, Eminence and Shadow. Eminence and Shadow season two. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I know a lot of good stuff on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now we just get back to reality. It's been a great uh, break. Getting the office situated downstairs, picked out the great colors, got the flooring situated. Just got to put it all together now. Mm-hmm. Been down there. Feel like I've been down there so much and yet such baby steps moving forward, but we're getting there. That's all right, because you're doing it right. Doing it right. And uh, if you're still at this point of the show, that's because you're a great fan of the show. And only great fans get to hear this limited release news. Oh, she's going for it. I was wondering <laughs> when we would hear it. I thought during the 200 episode. but I uh, know. Um, so Tom has to finish the office because as he's alluded in a previous episode, we will be um, busy. Uh, mid this year, we will be welcoming another little baby into this house in That's right. in June, potentially May, depending on when it decides its arrival. Um, but we will be having another little girl. So Tom gets to just be surrounded by beautiful women. Yep, Faye's getting her little, a little sister. Stoked, honestly. It should be great. But now I've got to clear out from the pink room <laughs> and give it to Faye. She's, yep. she runs my life, obviously. She's in, evicting me <laughs> to the basement. Uh, but I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm finally going to have my computer hardwired in because I'm going to uh, route some Cat6 down there and, and do it right. And 
have your own little man cave. It's going to be a gonna, man cave. We're going to finally get you some display cases, get your Gundams set up all nice and cool yeah. with our figures. It's have them actually right. enclosed in glass so they don't have to be constantly Yeah, dusted. these all need to be dusted. We, yeah. We, constantly dusted. We don't dust them. They look at them. Yeah. They're bad. They look battle damaged. <laughs> they, look, they look worn. I'm going for the worn look with yeah. dust. Particles. Uh, yeah. So, no, that's great news for us. And, uh, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Mm. So stoked for that. And, uh, as she said, if you made it to this point, you must be a great friend of the show. Really appreciate you. Uh, always listening. And, uh, hope this was somewhat entertaining. We all over the place with this one, but aren't we always, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I like this one. Yeah, I think Violet Evergarden's just good I to think talk if you about. know, you know. If you know, you know, exactly. Massive. Fan of you. I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. Let's, uh, it's almost my birthday. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Finally get to catch up to Danielle on the age scale. <laughs> but, uh, cool. That's it, a bag of chips. Danielle, got any closing thoughts for us, or are you just going to send them? No, we'll just send them out. Send them out. Bye, guys.